What tabletop RPGer doesn't love dice? I do, and I'm sure you do too. So if you are looking to begin a dice collection, or let's be honest, add to yours, check out Dice Envy. Go through the link in our show notes, and you will be able to find many, many sets of beautiful dice of all different kinds and sizes. When you use the link in our show notes to go to the Dice Envy site, not only will you be able to shop their entire collection and catalog of various dice sets, but you will also help support this show because a small portion comes our way, which we will then immediately roll back into making this show better for you. So check them out, diceenvy.com, or better still, go to them through the link in our show notes. In this episode, we will be using BattleBards sound effects. Check them out, battlebards.com. And if you're signing up for a Prime account, be sure to use our code STACK to get a discount. Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them, and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Bardalon. Previously on Stack of Dice. Wamberbash is going to think really quickly and say, wait a minute, I need to let uh, Feverfew know that we're trying to avoid these these people. Hey, Feverfew, we, we don't want to have anything to do with these people. I think they're looking for us, so please don't tell them that you've seen us or know us. I'm going to tie my rope around the foot of the bed. Okay. I tell them, come on, guys, we're going to have to get out by the window. You make your way to the hitching post. You hear a wheezing sound, and there is Feverfew standing in the doorway. He's got one arm propped on it, and he is... (laughs) He is coughing, and he's leaned over. Uh, His eye is already blackening. If we don't somehow take these guys out, they're going to be pursuing us across the entire country. Tears me like, you guys hide. I'll take care of them. And she's going to go out and try and... I mean, it's five guys. Feverfew comes stumbling through the doorway as a booted foot kicks him through. And he sprawls into the road. There are two others. One is kneeling down by Feverfew to see if he's actually dead, making sure that there's not going to be an enemy in the mix. The other one comes after you, Bash. That's going to miss... Hello, stackers. Welcome back to another actual play episode of Stack of Dice. We are gathered again at the table and ready to continue our story. I'm Rhett, the DM, and with me is... Meredith as Tyr Ironstag. Michael as Wamberbash Benson Mum. And Catherine as Farron. Who is ready to tell a story? Me. Me. The captain of the Ritter wipes at a trickle of blood from her mouth. Her face tightening as the leather of her sword's hilt creaks under her tightening hands. She raises the heavy blade for another strike when a voice rings out. Stop! You look over and see Feverfew rolling to his side and trying to sit up. The Ritter that was hovering over him, if you remember from the last episode, sits back very quickly, falls down on the ground, sitting down, and he looks stricken. 
Fever Fuse voice sounds uncharacteristically authoritative and cold. He struggles to pick himself up, throws off the hands of the guard who had been checking him. Something silver glimmers at his neck as it dangles free from his robes. The physics voice rings out again. How dare you! He looks furiously at the Ritter and smears the blood on his face as he gasps to catch his breath. I know who you are, you armored ruffians! You are the Ritter of Vondhide, the proud and capable warriors of your country. I have not been here long, but I know something of you. You are bound in service to the kings of this land, and your kind have held to that service with honor, he's speaking with difficulty. Without it, what are you? Your kings are in the toughest of all positions, caught between the mortar and the pestle. They are who they are because of their people. This land is home to many who have made it what it is. At the same time, their authority comes from somewhere, does it not? Who grants that authority but the gods? As such, you, as the king's hands, find yourselves bound to both people and the gods. And yet, I see here and now that you assault the common when the mood strikes you. You do not know me, not yet. But you have laid your hands on me and treated a stranger like an annoying dog. Perhaps this will change your minds. He grabs at the silver around his neck and thrusts it forth. The form of the mortar and pestle glimmers in his hand. You have struck a servant of Hisham, the goddess of life and healing. The Ritter all drop their sword arms and blanch. Several stagger and gasp, then drop to their knees. The leader's face goes even tighter, whitening in her realization. She's more reluctant, but she also drops and bows her head. I do not know well those whom you have apparently sought, but I have seen them use strange powers just now. Yet I have only seen them use them in their own defense. One of the Ritter stir and starts to rise, but Feverfew's words fix him to the ground. You will stay as you are until I release you, you miserable cur. He glances over his shoulder at you. His eye is already purpling and the blood is crusting on his temple. His voice softens slightly. I have not made up my mind about you yet, but I can respect that you withheld your power until it was required of you. Go. I will hold them here as long as I can. I do not wish to see any more blood shed. He turns back to face the Ritter. What are you going to do? Tira stares in astonishment for a few moments. I still have my axe in my hand, mm -hmm. right? Because oh, I yeah. need to back up. Okay. She stares in astonishment at Feverfew for a few moments, then turns to glance at Bash and then Farron, and then just turns to run back towards her horse. Mm -hmm. and She's not going to question it and just get out of Dodge. Right. And Inderil, you left up on your saddle. I forget. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was kind of like. Gotcha. Um, am I able to grab some, like, can I grab her arrows and stuff uh, so we can. Hold on to those. Or? Excuse me. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that. I think I only had one anyway. That's true. So one, two, one, like, two went ground, sailing. Probably. Yeah, two went sailing. You can pick up those two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll yeah, grab let's those. Do that. And okay. I, I'm going to like, uh, yeah, I'm already like not socially, you know, I'm socially awkward already. So I'm just going to like dip my head down, my shoulders up a little bit and kind of like glance at Fear Few a couple times, grab the thing and yeah. like get on my my horse and, yeah. and head over the bridge. Okay. Gotcha. And Farron? I'll wait for them to join me and then go over to Dayor. Uh, because yeah, you're on the bridge. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, Dayor is not on my horse. Remember, she had taken him across the bridge. Ah, instead. Ha, ha, ha. Right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So we can. I can just jump on my in the saddle with no okay. problem. All right. Well, 
jump. <laughs> you know, the one leg booster seat. After, yeah. after I kick a running start and go, whoosh. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. So yeah, you get on your horses and as you leave, you can feel the captain's eyes boring into your back. It's a cold sensation that burns. You don't have to look back to know that she is looking at you from under her, her brows. Farron, towards you come Womberbash and Tira on their horses. And as they come, you wheel your horse about and the three of you trot across the bridge. Uh, you do carefully move Deor to a horse. To whose horse? I guess back to mine. Okay. All right. So you have him as you were holding him before. Mm-hmm. And I guess you pick up speed as you head southwest out of the town of Schaffurt. As you pass by the last straggling houses at the edge of the village, you see faces pressed to the windows, but they draw back quickly as you glance at them. And then you're free of the town. The horses are able to stretch their legs. Yeah, can we find some, are there like a, some trees or whatever that we can like, we, I need to, we need to rest immediately. And take a nap. Yeah. What time is it, by the way? What time of day is it? Uh, it is around noon. Yeah, it was midday as we were fighting. If we can find some like trees that mm-hmm. we can be like not seen or something. Yeah, I would say if we could ride an hour or two out of out of range, and then and then get off the path and yeah. go over into some trees someplace mm-hmm. that would be dope. Set up and a set up camp. A camp, yeah. Yeah, you can hear Feverfuse voice even now, still ringing out. Uh, he is laying into these people, Ooh. but um, you can tell that you probably don't have a whole lot of time. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's ride for a half an hour then. Okay. As fast as our horses can can go without, like, killing them, I guess. And then, right, uh, right. Yeah. Uh, and they're good for about 20, 30 minutes. Uh, after that, the valley that you're in, it's, it's a long, it's a broad valley. Imagine, have you been through the Shenandoah? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that. Uh, you can see the, the, the rise to your left and to your right, but it's a good mile or three off mm-hmm. on either side. So it's a, it's a broad valley. And every now and then you see a scattered house out there somewhere off in the distance, maybe on a rise or something, more herds of sheep that are out eating. But you make your way, uh, scattered stands of trees. Yeah, you could absolutely do that. I would say maybe we should wait to start a fire until later in the early morning or so. I, I don't want to have a fire yeah. to be seen. No, I agree. I don't want I would... smoke during the time when it's day, and I don't want a lot of light while it's night because I don't want them to be riding along and see us. Mm-hmm. Um, there aren't any little streams or ponds as we that we're passing in this valley, are there? Because that would be a, a, an ideal place to stop so mm-hmm. that the horses have something and we have something to... Yeah, there's... Trickles of okay. water here and there coming down from the elevated places. And Alrighty. of course, heading towards the middle of the valley. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good point. All right, so we see a likely spot, I guess. Um, I am imagining that Tira is kind of out front, her horse is out front, driving at the hardest, and she's a likely place and pulls it up to a canter okay. and just motions with, a, I guess, with this arm. <laughs> Let go of Dior's head, he just falls off. Uh, his head falls to, off? <laughs> yes, his head falls he off. He wasn't well put together. Yeah, <laughs> he, was in be- he was in worse shape than we thought. Our pet's heads are falling off. <laughs> That's right. Um, motion to the others that I'm going to head over to this stand of trees where I can see okay. a brook going through. Yeah. Um, once we get there, I guess unless you have more that you need to uh, I will say that as you get towards the edge of this little brook, there is another pile of stones. <gasps> All right. Um, so Tira gets there first. Mm-hmm. 
um, settles Deor so that she can dismount. A long horn sounds somewhere in the distance behind you. They're chasing us already? Aw, man. How much cover do we have in this area? Like I said, there are stands of trees. Uh, The terrain is a little bit broken. Obviously, the road cuts through it all. Uh, But there's some roughness as stone juts from the ground here and there. Enough for to hide horses if they were lying down? (laughs) I mean... Not really. Not really, yeah. What was that movie we saw where the guy actually made the horses lay down because they were being followed? Yeah, it was a John Wayne movie. Um, yeah, that one. What, what, did, what did they do? <laughs> they basically, they, they, they lay, they, they, lay uh, they dragged them down and, and put their hands over their eyes. Hmm. Hmm. But and see, here's the thing. It's like, it's still broad daylight. We only But it's rode. probably tall grass because nobody's mowing. Well, that's sheep. true. It's broad daylight, but it is a little bit gray. And in fact, as you are heading towards the mountains to the southwest, you do see that the clouds are getting wetter. (sighs) And in fact, the first few raindrops are starting to splash down around you. So can we see if like we've made a a path? We've gone off the road, basically. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've made a path in the grass to where Mm -hmm. we are. Yeah. Okay. So it's not really going to do us He's bent on killing us, I think, is the point. (laughs) Um, Or he wants to hurry up and get us somewhere. Hmm. Well, we can at least have the horses still drink. We need our horses to go and have energy. Yeah. So let's get get them rationed well, up. We can ration up too, right? Don't we have a little bit of... Oh, yeah. Yeah. You you guys go ahead and do that. Um, Tira, hearing the horn sound behind her, maybe looks around wildly to see that they have caught up, I guess, and are, are pulling over with me. She's going to leave Deor on the saddle in case they need to jump back up and take off again. But she really, has, she, no, she notices this pile of stones yeah. and figures we must be on the right track mm-hmm. and is going to have a look at it. Yeah, it's obviously been placed. Uh, it is a stack of mismatched stones of varying sizes and shapes, mostly flat and able to, to stack cairn-like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There doesn't seem to be any inscription on this one, but it's obvious that they were skillfully placed. Is it similar in appearance to the one that we saw back at the... No, the other one was more of a pile of stones, like a, like a mound of stones mm. uh, that, that had been fitted together. Okay. But these are a balanced stack of rocks here by the brook's edge. Well, she's still going to take it as a good sign that, these, that this pile of stones or the stack of stones is on the course that they're currently taking. Mm. So it seems... To indicate that they're moving closer to where whoever set these up is. What kind of trees are these? That's a good question. I am not great with trees. Um, I'll say they are probably maples. Okay. And what time of year is this? They, they have full Spring. foliage? Okay. Spring. Okay. We could climb the trees, but hey, then we saw our horses sat. sitting there. I was going to say, I was gonna <laughs> say maybe... Um, Farron. Farron can get up in the tree with a bow and just sit up there for a while at least to help us out. That'll give you an advantage, I think. And not to mention, it, you'll be out of sight. So that's one less person we have to figure out how to hide from sight or something. Mm. You know so we're I mean? going to stay? I, look, I need to rest. Yeah. I, 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 this is ridiculous. We've had three battles. I, with no I, rest. This is, I mean, I'm not, I'm not like bloodied or anything, but at the right. same time, like I, I'm going to be in hurting if we get into another battle. Sellers do it. 
Half rest won't do it for me, too. I need a full rest. So mm. we're only a half an hour away from where we were riding the yeah, horses? I'm, I'm yeah, guess, roughly. Yeah. I have a couple of ideas. I mean, but, can um, we go rough up the grass and try to hide where we are? Nah, if you heard that, we, they would see us out there and, and they trying to rough up where we just walked. If it's kind of wet, you got mud and stuff, horse hooves, I mean, showing. So we're not going to we, rest in a half an hour. We though, could leave it up to the, uh, to the dice. It, yeah, I, I think that's what we're going to have to do. do survival I, there's check. no way we can just, we can't run again. And mm-hmm. um, I'm really hoping they pass us by. And like I said, I have a couple of ideas that I might be able to do. Okay. Um, well, let's go with, uh, if you want to try and hide traces of your passage, we can okay. make that a survival check. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do that. Yeah, if you'll tell me exactly that? what you're wanting to do. I, I think I know what you're doing, Kat. Uh, Meredith, what are you going to want to participate also in some way? Well, yeah, if there's a fight coming, Tira's not going to be left out of that, but... Okay, well, why don't we look at it this way? Okay. Farron wants to hide traces of the passage, and that's fine. You could use your animal handling proficiency... Ooh, yeah, to try and get the horses to lay down and in the grass. Yeah. And then just kind of... Yeah. So why don't you both roll, and let's see what happens here. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. We'll make it a DC of... These are pretty skilled opponents. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to make it a DC of 18 for both of you. Wow. Boy. Now, are you easy. proficient in survival? Nope. No, I know you're proficient in animal mm-hmm. handling, Tira. So yeah, I am. Why don't you take advantage on your role? Okay. <laughs> okay, I have an 18 <laughs> plus, well, I rule 18 okay. plus 2 plus 4. The horses are calmed by your presence, Tira. Farron, you are trying to rough up the grass from the roadside. <laughs> oh, no. What, Not, what did you roll, honey? A five. Oh. But you get to add your proficiency bonus. <laughs> your proficiency bonus of 13. Uh, no, I don't have proficiency in it. Just your regular modifier, then. Uh, yes, but just zero. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah you're, you're doing this from the wrong side. She's going behind and roughing up that. as she walks. I must be so flustered because <laughs> I haven't rested. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you're so exhausted. Yeah, bone weary, not thinking clearly. And so you're leaving more tracks than you are covering. She didn't well, roll a one. <laughs> leaving more tracks than she's covering. <laughs> I appreciate that, Mary. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Womberbash, what are you doing in the meanwhile? Rolling his eyes. Um, Amateurs. I have... A couple of options here that I want to try. Uh-huh. One I have is blind spot, and uh, unless the unless, but it's only for one creature. Okay. So I'd have to target the leader. I was gonna say to do the leader, and uh, and unless she succeeds on a saving throw, I'm invisible uh, to that individual. Um, now, what are the limitations of it? 120 feet uh, until my next turn. Okay, so it's one turn. Whether or not you attack. Correct. Okay. The other option I have is delusion. Um, and I was going to conjure up the necklace that Feverfew had and just raise it up and show it to her to say, you should, you can't touch me either or us. I mean, obviously I'd be the one wearing it, but, um, now what, what is delusion? Can you walk as an action? You plant a false belief in the mind of one creature that you can see within 60 feet. You can create a sound or an image. Only the target of this talent perceives the sound or the image you create. Okay. I have an idea. Or we can put up the fortress and just <laughs> oh, show them oh, exactly where we are. I have an idea. <laughs> What's your idea? I was going to say we could put up the fortress. Um, now, here's the deal, though. 
they don't have the means of creating some type of like ladder or anything, at least not anytime soon. Um, not to mention we could attack from with arrows and stuff yeah, from the from top. The yeah. It's made of tungsten. They're not going to burn it down. They yeah. can't. Yeah. That's it. Is that what you're going to do? Yeah. I also have another idea. <laughs> so meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, Tara's over here holding down the horses. <laughs> And you're All just right. gonna throw. Uh, I'm so proud! Yeah, Yay. yeah. Oh. I'm gonna use. Okay. I'm gonna. Okay, what I'm gonna do is. Okay, how does the bag work with the hyena? We can throw, stick them. You reach in and you grab something out and you throw it down and it becomes an animal. Is it the? Is it only the hyena or is it an animal in general? I can't remember. There's a there's a list. Oh, okay. Um, I can't believe you remembered the bag. Beautiful butterfly. <laughs> All right, so this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put the um the fort down and I'm going to say. Amplificati, and it comes up, and we're gonna we're gonna go inside. I'm also gonna pull out a tribble. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean I don't know, and throw out the tribble and have it uh, patrol the the castle on the outside. Okay. Oh no! Did we just not what you, you expected? You toss down the tungsten cube. There's nothing at first. You say the command word of Amplificati. Oh. What? Amplificatio, I think. Is it? Should yes, be. same exact exchange yes. the last yes. time we used yes. it. I think so, yeah. yeah. The earth trembles beneath your feet, and suddenly the cube erupts upward into the tower. The door swings open silently, and you are able to go in. Tira grabs the reins of the horses and... Which are, again, you've managed to calm them, but at first they, they were starting back, pulling mm-hmm. at their tethers... Mm-hmm. But you lead them in, and they occupy the ground floor. Uh, you make your way up to the top, and you're standing on the upper battlement. And you pull out, you reach into the bag. Go ahead and roll. Let's see here. Seven. A hummingbird comes out. <laughs> yeah. Don't give him any A little idea. bunny rabbit. <laughs> no, he has, to go. he has to go by the list. A bumblebee. Hey, maybe it would be a bee, and then like they're allergic. There you go. At least one of them is allergic, and they die. They're like... Ugh. <laughs> the shape it's one of those amorphous it's like a little plush animal yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. you toss it down it seems to shift through several different shapes and then <laughs> fleshes out into another giant hyena nice it puts its four paws up on the on the crenellation and looks down and then looks at you and gives that little hyena laugh <laughs> and then drops back down there's a strong smell of wild animal up here okay I but thought you were sending him out to patrol around the yeah, grounds. Yeah, yeah, I'm sending him out to patrol down. on the outside okay. of the thing. At your word, it bounds down the stairs. The door swings open for it at your command, and it runs out, and then you see it pacing back and forth on the ground down below, slowing as it drops its nose to the ground and then picking up speed as it looks back up every now and then. So how big is it if it's giant? A giant hyena. It's pretty big. Remember the wargs from Lord of the Rings? Yeah. The giant wolves at the orcs They're riding road? on it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Maybe a little smaller than that, but not much. All right. Does it give a size on the giant hyena? It doesn't. It's probably large, but... It says a medium beast. Okay. Unless I'm looking at the... I'm looking at hyena, though. Yeah, hyenas are about like medium-sized dogs, usually. Mm-hmm. So a giant hyena would be more like maybe the, the height of a Great Dane. Okay. But obviously bulkier. Yeah, I still want one attacking me. No. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not. As you watch your hyena down below, 
you hear one more wind of the trumpet and then over a small rise of course you're able to see much more easily the party of five comes trotting up and of course there's no hiding right <laughs> right <laughs> yeah we, we've left stealth to, behind you know. yeah i went i'm going to the top of this fortress as well with my you know bow and arrow okay gotcha ready for and Tira, where are you? Are you still down with the horses or have you gone up also? I know I've gone up so that I can see what's going on. I know that I'm not nearly as good. I'm not nearly as useful in battle from up above because I have no ranged weapon other than a single light hammer, which is not going to be stupid. Yeah, you're useful exactly once from up above where you drop your giant axe straight down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I am thinking of donning my helm of telepathy, though. Okay. All right. Which I think I might do. Let me remind myself what these things think. Or you could just the... take a nap. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you guys go ahead. I'm going to get started. Talk to them for eight hours, I'm would you? I'm going to get started on the Wait, long rest. You so do them. you need a long rest before anything or do you need a short rest? I don't really need a long rest right now because I don't have any magic or any things like that to recoup. All I, all I would recoup from a long rest is all my hit points. And I mean, that would be good because, you know. Your, your rages but you don't have set, any though. more rages. Oh, and my rages, right? that's true. My, so the only thing, oh, I, I have detect thoughts and I detect thoughts and suggestion are the two things I gain. And so I have them on that little spellbooks app. But cool. these aren't the droids you're looking for. Yeah, exactly. I want to do one more thing. Okay. I want to create an image on the side of the fortress of the por- uh, pestle and mortar. Okay. It's like like a huge logo right on the actual side of the thingy. Okay. They might think it's inviting, though. They'd be like, hey, we could stop here. <laughs> what is it that you are using to do that? I, I have to look at uh, the lead. This is when they roll up. I yeah. look, I'm going to look at the lead person, and I'm going to just imagine her seeing in steel, maybe a lighter color steel than the tungsten, because I'm thinking the tungsten's probably like darker. Really dark, yeah, charcoal. Um, uh, it, like just a steel, like something like maybe five foot diameter uh, right, motor pestle. Are you using a spell to do that? Uh, no, it's just a delusion. Okay. And that's not a... Nope. Nope. It's a psionic talent. Okay. So I, I got it at like level three or something. Okay. All right. They pull up their horses, snort and paw at the ground. The giant hyena down below is seated, its tongue lolling out of its mouth, looking like it's laughing at them. But other than that, it's not doing anything unless you say otherwise. Right. Do you have a range on how effective? Within 60 feet okay. is when they can see the image or hear the sound. Okay. And All it's right. only the leader that right. sees it. Right. But do I need to do a saving throw against nope. it? It's automatic. It's automatic. As an action, you plant a false belief in the mind of one creature that you can see within 60 feet. You can create a sound or an image. Only the target of this talent perceives the sound or image you create. Oh, if you create a sound, the volume can range from a whisper to a scream. It can be your voice, someone else's voice, a creature's voice, blah, blah, blah. If you create an object, it must fit within a five-foot cube, can't move or be reflective. Okay. The image can't create any effect that influences another sense or, or of the sight. Mm-hmm. The image lasts for one minute and disappears if the creature touches it. So she can't touch it because it's up on the thing, so that's good. Okay. They pull up to a halt. They stay on their horses. They've planted their spears in the ground, and the, the crimson banners are... Hanging in the in the increasingly heavy rain, the captain lifts her visor and looks up. You can hear her metal grate as she leans her head back to look up at you. A smirk plays around her mouth as she yells up, You have escaped us once. You will not do so again. I am Elsa, Captain 
of this company. Please come down. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, to which nope. Tira says, you, <laughs> you wish. No. Um. <laughs> I am disinclined to acquiesce to Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not going to, I don't think we should even answer. No. Mm. Please calm down. Are you serious right now? We have more coming, you know. And we can stay in here all day. Yeah, I say we stay, and we just uh, ignore them and get as much sleep as possible. We can wait as long as you can. Okay, let's do it. Look, if I got full, if I if I get a long rest, I'd be down to fighting. How many how many animals can I pull out of my bag? It's bag of tricks, right? Yeah. How many animals can I pull out? That actually is pertinent to what I'm about to read here. You're gonna like use an action to pull the fuzzy object from the bag, throw it up to twenty feet. Uh, the creature is friendly to you and your companions. It acts on your turn. You can use a bonus action to command how it moves. Once three fuzzy objects have been pulled from the bag, it can't be used until the next dawn. Okay. Um, can I choose the other two, or do I roll for those as well? It doesn't really matter. It says, Hyena has an advantage on attack rolls if a creature of at least one of the hyena's allies are within five feet of the creature and the ally isn't incapacitated. That's pack tactics, yeah. Right, exactly. So if, if I pull out another animal, it doesn't have to be a hyena, but it, like they could get a pack advantage, basically. Yeah. As long as an ally is close to it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be of the same kind. That's true. That's true. But we ain't going out there. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> but I, I'll, I'll save that for later if, if, I, if, it's, if it's needed. Yeah. How many arrows do I have? 75. 100,000. Usually it's around 20 and, and then you keep track of how many you've used. Okay. I'd say the most uh, response they're going to get out of Tira is that she spits down on the ground. Like the ground dis- ground? Or? The ground. Like okay. <laughs> They have to wait for a couple of seconds. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and, and it could break up in the wind and look Just like rain. Stand <laughs> under it looking up. I mean, it's only, it's it only a two-story fortress. It's not, it's not like we're 50 feet in the air. She, she spits like a girl and it gets stuck in her yeah. beard. <laughs> <laughs> She's not going to like take the time to jump up and like lean over. Just kind of, you know, mm-hmm. just yeah. spit out. And it goes where it goes. All right, so let me ask. And then disappears behind the battlements. What's a long rest do for you? I don't. I don't think even think I need a long rest. I think I just need a sure short you do. rest. It restores spell slots. Yeah, for your you. spell slots will come back. Does and a short rest return your spell slots at all, or no? The only class that that happens for is the warlock. <laughs> no. oh, okay. Yeah. It. I mean, I get some of my some of my feats back after. Uh, you lost your feet. After, um, after a short rest, obviously. Long rest so look, I'm gonna propose, and I'd hate to be selfish, but if you could take the first watch, I'm gonna try to sleep. I'm gonna try to go to go to bed and get do you some only rest. Need a, a short rest? No, I, I need a long one. I mean, there's some things that do return to me after a, a short rest, but I I need a long one. Your delay is only prolonging your judgment. The others are mount, dismounting from their horses right now and moving to encircle the tower. I am going to, uh, before I go take my nap, <laughs> Oh boy! I want to do an energy beam right at the leader. Okay. <laughs> go for it. Okay. Um, is that me rolling or you? Oh, it is you, actually. You must succeed on, succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take 1d8 uh, damage. I'm sorry, uh, uh, 3d8. Do I hear 10? <laughs> Ooh, dexterity. That's what I'm going against? Yeah. I have an 18 and a plus four. I don't know if that... Well, it has, he's, he's rolling against his own dexterity, right? It's whether or not she's dexterous enough to get out of the way. Oh. Not whether you're dexterous enough. Isn't dextrose like sugar? Yes. 
Am I sugary enough? <laughs> what is your spell save, DC? It is 15. I got a 15 on the dot. Okay. The energy splashes down into the, uh, the wet ground at the horse's feet. The horse trots back a couple steps, and she laughs now. Hey, no, but I got my point across. We're not, yeah. you can shut up. You exactly. don't have to keep mm-hmm. saying exactly. anything. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You have chosen. Wisely. <laughs> whoa, whoa, I didn't choose anything. Did you choose something? <laughs> I didn't choose anything. <laughs> it's well, a stay plus marshmallow, man. <laughs> I'm unstowing my stone to give me a plus one for my armor. Okay, box. great. Okay. It begins and to circle your head and the purplish glow lights up this upper area of the tower. And what can I roll to regain any hit points at this point? Uh, no, that that would need to happen during a short rest. Okay. So an hour of downtime, basically, lower level activity. Okay. All right. And I'm me sleeping. taking watch is still low level activity unless there's it anything is. I'm doing right. Yeah. All right. Let's go with that. All right. So then I guess is Farron being our archer. Mm-hmm. Is staying up top to keep watch. Yeah. And then I guess Bash and I'll go below so we're not in the line of any fire that might happen in the night. Okay, sounds good. To get some sleep. All right. Farron. The afternoon wears on. If you want to roll for any hit dice, you can do that now. Yeah, I want to do that, but I don't know how to do it. So anyway. All right, your hit die as a fighter is a D10. Yep. And you should have as, as many hit dice as you have levels so you should have 11 hit dice at your disposal. Unless you, you've already used some. Unless you've already used some. I don't think you have. Yeah, I think so. I think Meredith is the only one that has. Yeah, I did. So if you want to, you can roll those and you'll get that many hit points back. I did use some. Okay, how many? But I don't know if we had a re- I don't know how long ago it was. We had I know no that rest. I have it. I, we, yeah, I we it. haven't had a rest in a couple of months. Yeah. So <laughs> for three months. Yeah. I think I think we'll count that as this long rest. When once you take a long rest, you can scratch out the number that you've used. How uh-huh. many how many and do re- you have? That? Yeah. It, right now it says I only have four. You well, have that, four that should be enough for you to you yeah. know, get you back can a roll good up to four dice. Now at a long rest, you will get up to half of your hit dice back. So okay. you'll get six hit mm-hmm. dice back after a long rest. Okay. Hey, just go ahead and roll all four. Do it's all fine. Four. All right. Uh... Okay. Nice. Uh, so oh. this is a 10? Yeah, zero yep. is a 10. So you got two, yeah. ten, three, you got three, three tens. Three tens and a two. 32. 32. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so. She's really enjoying this. Well done. What if it's over my max? Then you just go to max. You don't, you don't get extra hit points. <laughs> Cheating. Okay. Farron, you are nearing the end of your hour of watch when suddenly a small form steps all, seemingly out of nowhere. It seems to detach itself from one of the rock outcroppings in this area as it sticks out of the ground. And a small, stout form stands there, taking the Ritter by surprise. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. A voice like gravel speaks, and it sounds harshly in your ears, but it speaks down down below. Okay. At the base of the tower. It turns to face the captain, Elsa, and says, Who are you and why are you here? Elsa looks shocked. Uh, She had not seen this fellow at all, and her hand instinctively goes for the sword at her waist. 
I would not do that if I were you, says the voice. And then from other rocks, other figures detach. It was detach. the pile of rocks. He's the pile of rocks. No, the pile of rocks is still there. <laughs> oh, okay. You said, you said it came <laughs> it out of rocks. It was just rocks, Meredith. It was just they rocks. Seemed to, they seem to detach themselves from the rock. I see. I mentioned that there were outcroppings of rocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A total of eight forms, now obviously dwarves, mm-hmm. stand there. They have basically paired themselves up with the Ritter. Maybe about two per. Now, obviously, they can't with only eight dwarves. Mm-hmm. The one who first spoke, once the dwarves encircle the Ritter encircling the tower, looks up to you, Farron, and says, And who are you? Gosh, I hate doing dialogue. <laughs> well, I don't like it either. <laughs> I'm antisocial. No, um... How much time has elapsed? About an hour. I hate this, but I'm, I am, I mean, when you were explaining to me what was going on in my mind, I was going to call for Tira anyway. So can I do that now? Or it feels kind of weird because the guy's already addressed me. He's already addressed you. I'm going to say, I'm Farron, a friend of the dwarves. And Tira, come up here. Tira startles awake because she wasn't sleeping terribly soundly as it was. Yeah, your warrior senses are jangling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Womberbash is out. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to leave him because he's sleeping with Sleep of the Dead. Um, and Tira, thinking that something is wrong, runs up the stairs. Okay. You hear heavy footsteps coming up the tungsten stairs. What is it? What is it? Have they attacked? No. Dwarves appeared. What? And she... Jumps up to wherever is there like a little step that she can from, from, from down like, below. Like, oh, no, no, I, like, hey, I, I lift you up a little. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. it's Gimli right on the yeah. walls yeah. of Helm's Deep. Don't throw me. <laughs> Jumping up and down trying to Don't see. Don't tell the elf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You manage to look over, and I can imagine you just breaking into a broad grin. Kind yeah. of an evil, not evil, but you know what I mean, like kind of. Um, What's the word I'm looking She's for? She's like, attack! attack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not like a, like a goofy grim, but more of, yeah. <laughs> you guys are in for it now. Is that a dwarf I see up there? Yes, yes, I am Tira Ironstag of the Ironstag Delve. Ah, I am Northry of the Skyhome Delve. <gasps> the Skyhome? We were on our way to you. I see. He ponders for a moment. The Ritter are all obviously tense. They have their hands at their weapons, but they've not yet drawn them. The dwarves have their their axes, iron heads down on the ground, but they are standing with their feet firmly planted, mm-hmm. and they look absolutely ready to spring at any moment. It's There's tension in the air, palpable tension down below. And then at last, the dwarf fixes Elza with his gaze, and he says, By our treaty with your people, you are not permitted on our lands. You will leave now. And even though he speaks in a somewhat low voice, it carries completely clearly up to the top of the tower. He and Elza go back and forth for a bit in a few tense phrases. And then at last, Elza reluctantly swings up onto the horse. And the party of Ritter again, glaring over their shoulders as they go, depart into the distance. And that's where we're going to end this episode with Northry and the other dwarves of the Skyhome Delve at the base of the tower and the three of you in various stages of awareness <laughs> inside the tower. And uh, XP. Ooh, my word. Yeah. Friends in high places. Uh, I'm going to give you one for encountering Northry. 
And really, that's it. Uh, so let's hear it for, you know, ideas, role-playing, all that good stuff in the Norse battle. Farron for remembering the, about the fortress. Yeah, take two, Farron. Gladly. <laughs> and Bash for remembering the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, give him a point. Yeah, I'll throw you a point. <laughs> You're so reluctant to give him points. <laughs> well, he's so far ahead, you know, it just that's feels... That's fine. Let him go ahead. He still yeah. helps us he's, out. He's like our biggest magic dude so if he can level up faster that's fine so that whole okay well hmm you had some good (laughs) you had some good ideas yeah yeah we had good ideas um didn't work or turned out to be needed right because when he threw the fortress up none of that yeah none none of that mattered really mattered you could probably just cut out the whole animal handling check because that was all for naught they were still good ideas yeah. Both of those were still yeah. good ideas. All right. So let's give you, I want to give Farron and Tira two each and then two to Womberbash for the the palette of choices for how to um, yeah. how yeah, deal with the situation. Yeah. Exactly. All kinds of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Good ingenuity considering that you are slap out of side points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else? Nope. All right. Let's hear a recap. Tira is 39 points into level 11. All right. Wamberbash is 56 points into level 11. Theron is 25 points into level 11. All right. Well, we'll see where this situation takes us uh, in the next episode. And I guess we will see you here again next time at Stack of Dice. Hey, let's brew up some tea. Okay, do it. So on the way over here, I'm like, you know what? I didn't choose my spell yet. Oh, for your next level? Yeah, but I'm looking on this app, and they have these weird things like Xanadu's stuff or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Xan- Xanathar's Guide. Xanathar. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, Olivia so- Newton-John. Yeah. <laughs> so am little I, ELO in the background. Am, am I able to choose those, or am I limited to ones that only say, like, player's handbook? You can choose those. Oh, you just, yeah, you just would have to have Xanathar's well, the descri- hammer the dis- to, look, to be able to look at it. The description is there. By oh, Xanathar's oh, okay. hammer. <laughs> They're just differentiating where the source is. Understood. Okay, all right, cool. Well, I mean, I don't have time to choose it now, but now Instant that I know death. that, I can... What'd you say? Instant death. Wait, is that one of, <laughs> there is is, that one of them? There is power word kill, no, but that's loud, from the player's handbook. Yeah. It was all quiet in here, and it's like, <laughs> <geez>. What? <laughs> Cover your ears. Man. No, I, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs>